So when you ask the question of what's the oldest country in the world, it really depends upon how you're defining a country. What does it mean for a country? Does it mean one that was continuous? And we, um, in our blog post, basically defined it as a country that we felt like had been in existence and had some of its same culture over, you know, over these many years. So that's why for us, we picked that China was one of the oldest countries in the world. Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast, where we talk about all about living your life as a global citizen. Today, we want to talk about or kind of answer the question like the oldest country in the world. And this is sort of an interesting concept because the concept of a country is relatively new. In ancient times, you know, people didn't really have so-called a country. Today, we sort of have borders and we have immigration and we define a country. So when you look at the oldest country in the world, what we're going to look at, first of all, is the oldest continuous civilization in the world. And one of the oldest continuous civilizations in the world is China. China has spans over 5,000 years, has had many different rulers and dynasties, and even periods of turmoil, but it's always remained China. It's even had like, you know, different warlords and different groups, but it's, it's, you know, pretty much remained intact as being China or distinctly Chinese. Another country, which is also the same as Egypt. Egypt is also considered one of the oldest countries in the world, or one of the oldest civilizations. And it also goes way back to 3100 BCE. So, you know, ancient Egyptians developed a complex society with sophisticated systems of writing, religion, architecture. You know, so their legacy can still be seen today in modern Egypt. Another one is India. And India is a bit like China in that India's had many different rulers. It's been divided up, but India has pretty much remained you know, India. It's um, it's a country that's made significant contributions throughout history and in mathematics, science, philosophy, and the arts. What's really interesting, what a lot of people don't realize is the Indians actually traveled quite a bit and they influenced other civilizations in Southeast Asia. In particular, one of them is Cambodia. If you, um, you know, for a while, Cambodia was was very much Hindu. And even though today it's considered a Buddhist country, when you talk about the countries that are sort of like the oldest, maybe continuous sort of countries, it would really have to be, you know, Egypt, China, and India. But if you start talking about, um, you know, other aspects of what is the oldest country, then there can be other things that we need to also discuss and look at at the same time. If you're looking at the country, which is the oldest republic in the world, then this is a little different than the oldest country in the world. And the oldest republic in the world is, is San Marino, which basically is located in a hilly part of Italy. San Marino is known to be the oldest continuous republic in the world. It's a, it's a relatively small country. Today, the population is only about 33,000 people. So it's not a very large country. It has always remained sort of independent within Italy. So it's kind of like a country within a country, similar to how the Vatican is in Italy. It's a country within a country. So San Marino is a country within Italy itself. It's in a very hilly part of Italy. So that's one reason why it's probably been able to retain its independence all these years. 
It's interesting to note that tourism is its number one uh, GNP earner, or, or you know, about fifty percent of their economy is from the tourism. And then they have a bit of agriculture, a few other things, but mainly it is tourism. They have more than three million visitors each year, and you know, the, many of the postage stamps and coins are sought by collectors, and they're also those are important revenues uh, sources of revenue. So you think about it, here you have a country where the population is 33,000, and they have 3 million visitors every year. So you can see it's huge. I mean, it's it's like you walk down the street, you know, you'd have a chance of probably meeting 10 visitors for every local. So it's really, you know, tourism is a huge, huge um, income earner for them. You know, it's really interesting that this is the most continuous republic in the world is the San Marino, which is in Italy. So when you look at the oldest countries, you know, a lot of people asked the question and said, well, is England one of the oldest countries? And though, you know, England is actually a very old country. It is not considered one of the oldest countries in the world because these other countries are considered to be much older than England. This is really quite an interesting question because the concept of what you think is the oldest country really depends upon what you consider to be a country. Because according to some people, you know, China is not even the oldest. It would be Iran, um, Egypt, Vietnam, Armenia, North Korea, then China, then India, then Georgia, then Israel, then Sudan, then Afghanistan. You know, so it really depends upon how you define a country. So we defined it maybe a little different than some of the other people defined it in that it's continuous sort of civilization, some type of ruling. So we put China there as having one of the oldest, but other people have said it's Iran. And if you use a different criteria, you know, by self-sovereignty, like, you know, countries that have ruled themselves, it could be Japan, China, San Marino, France, Austria, Denmark, Hungary, Portugal, Mongolia, and Thailand. So that's interesting that, you know, these would all make the list. So it really depends upon how you be able to do them. But if you look at a country with the continuous, oldest continuous republic still in place today, then it's San Marino, which is in Italy, which we talked about. And the other would be the United States, which is a relatively new country. And then Norway, the Netherlands, Belgium, New Zealand, Argentina, Canada, Luxembourg, Tonga, and Australia. So when you ask the question of what's the oldest country in the world, it really depends upon how you're defining a country. What does it mean for a country? Does it mean one that was continuous? And we, um, in our blog post, basically defined it as a country that we felt like had been in existence and had some of its same culture over, you know, over these many years. So that's why for us, we picked that China was one of the oldest countries in the world. And the reason why Vietnam didn't make it on their list is because Vietnam was ruled for a thousand years by China, if you know anything about the Vietnamese history. So for us, it was China, Egypt, and um, India. But you can also see that it depends upon whether you want to look at the most continuous republic, which would be San Marino. You wanted to see whether or not you look at the um, the country which is steel, um, you had self-sovereignty, which could be Japan. So it really depends upon how you look at and define a country. And this is where it gets a bit complicated when you're looking at countries and trying to decide which countries are the oldest in the world is you define what does it mean to be a country. But what's interesting in all of these that England, which a lot of people ask whether England is the oldest country in the world, England does not even make this list. 
of any of these countries. So, you know, England really is not the oldest country in the world, despite the fact that there are many people that seem to feel that England should be on this list as one of the oldest countries in the world. This is kind of an interesting little bit of tidbit of information to understand if you're ever asked this question. Maybe it's a good uh, trivial quiz type of question. It all depends on how you define what a country is and what the criteria is you're using for a country itself. This is Anita from Dusty Roads Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you would like to learn more about it, this, you can read our blog. We'll put a link for some of our blogs below. Um, for this podcast. And we you know, hope that you will join with us. We'd like to thank our team that helps put this together, especially Rico, that makes this podcast possible. Thank you all so much for listening. Mm-hmm.